Hello everyone and welcome to the 21 Show. A show for the 21st century youth where we discuss productivity, wellness and human condition. Can you subscribe and give us a review in the direction to find your podcast? Also send us a mail at info at show.com. You follow us on any of our social media platforms at the 21 Show. Thank you. Happy New Year. Welcome to episode 70. It's a brand new year and you know what time is it? It's time to set New Year's resolutions for yourself and in other disciplines of your life. And today you are doing that with Mr. Patrick Rashford. Mr. Rashford is an author and a motivational speaker. He has traveled extensively throughout the world and has dealt with all types of personalities and organizations. He has owned and operated multiple successful companies. as well as leading sales teams for Fortune 500 companies. Mr. Patrick has appeared in music videos as well as television and radio shows. Also, he was awarded Man of the Year, Run of Enchantment in New Mexico, USA. Mr. Rashford has spoken to and trained individuals and companies throughout the world. He not only motivates audiences, but equally individuals as well as companies with skills and strategies that can be applied in all areas of our life. Patrick Rashford just won't show you how to reach your dreams. He will show you how to catch them. Stick and stay with us. This is episode 17. Happy, happy new year. just the setting the new year resolutions and you were talking about how to link it up with your loved ones just so you you don't relapse and then leave it at a point in time well well certainly it's it's important if we're going to go into this this new normal uh with a new attitude uh we should pull from the experiences that have been challenging for all of us this prior 12 months and wipe the slate clean and refocus for this new year of 2021. Uh, so yes, it's important to have a support system. Uh, for some folks, they can just look themselves in the mirror and tell themselves exactly what they're going to do and how they intend to do it. Yeah. But other folks need to take it a step further with a support system. Looking themselves in the mirror is not enough. They need to tell a friend or a loved one or or a spouse or a neighbor or acquaintance someone that could check them if you will every couple of days or every couple of weeks or every couple of months to see how their progress is coming yeah now we mm-hmm. that's true i just wanted to add that you just can't stop there it's important it's not enough just to say i have some goals it's not enough to say i've got some friends and family they're going to check up on me your goals have to be significant enough to motivate you your goals have to be significant enough to want you to get out of bed every morning your goals have to be so significant that you don't want to wait for the alarm to wake you up you're excited yourself because you have your goals so 
I would encourage your listeners to really take the time in the next few days to sit down, find their quiet spot, and really identify, one, where they're at right now and where they would like to be this time a year from today. Okay. And, and truly ask themselves what they want. What do they want in their social life, their spiritual life, their financial side of their life, their physical side of their life? Truly be sincere, dig down deep, and ask yourself what you want in the next 12 months. That's the first step. And I mean, you have to truly dig deep and not what your, your significant other wants or your neighbor wants or your uh, parents want, but what do you sincerely desire? Okay. And that's the starting point. Oh, okay. Okay. So, all right. So, um, more, more, more often than not, we have people who, like myself included, I used to be um, part of that category of people. We set goals and, you know, growing up, we've, we've been modeled to think about New Year's resolutions. So, I'm gonna get a notepad for let's around this time, four, three, two days to the new year. I'm gonna get my notepad. I'm gonna list all the things I'm gonna do in a year. But then sometimes as humans, of course, there are points where we relax. We um don't do it for a while. And because we are modeled to think that it's a new year's resolution, we think, okay, oh, then because I relapsed for a month. Is I'm not I'm not gonna hit my targets. So then I relax and defer the the plan I had for the year onto the next year, and the same thing happened. So how can we move from the mindset of New Year's resolution in quotes? I mean, yes, like it's for the whole year into transitioning into. It doesn't matter where you, you you leave it off. You can just pick up where you left off and move around run, and run your race with it. How can we transition from the whole seeing the bigger picture, seeing the bigger year into breaking it down to achieve our goals? Absolutely. And in fact, there's there, there's two answers. Uh-huh. One, it's not necessary to literally wait till the first of the year. In fact, I would encourage your listeners to begin before the beginning of the next year. Begin tonight. Begin tomorrow. Begin tomorrow afternoon. You don't have to really literally wait to 1201 of 2021 to begin. Get a get a little head start. Work out some of the cobwebs, brush off some of the dust, clear some of that fog that we have in life from this pandemic. So that's the first answer is not to be afraid to start early. That way you can deal with some bumps that you may encounter, some in pride, uh, surprises or Um, challenges that you may encounter. Answer number two, not to be discouraged, whether you set a New Year's resolution, a new goal, and an hour later you break it, or a day later you break it, or a week later you break it, or some will be able to go two, three, four months before they break it. That once you acknowledge, once you are able to see that you're off track, you readjust, you sit back down again and say, okay, this is how I'm supposed to get to the gym two or three times a week, right? This is how I'm supposed to improve my diet uh, to the better, more fruits, vegetables, nuts, grains, drink more water, whatever the case may be. This is how I'm supposed to have 
better uh, conversations with my loved ones. This is how I'm supposed to do my job or operate my business in a better way. So if you fall off the horse, as as we say out here in the West, um, don't be afraid to get back on that horse. If you fall off track, if you're tripped, don't be afraid to pull your back, set yourself back up. Don't be discouraged and you simply reset. That's what the pros do in every industry. Uh If you find that you're not hitting your goal as fast as you need to be, or you've got off track, you sit down, you regroup and say, okay, how do we get back on track? If you're able to ask yourself, you look in the mirror, hey, how do I get back on track? If you're not getting the right answers, then you go to individuals that can help you get back on track. Go to that friend, family member, neighbor, coworker, someone who is important to you and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Any suggestions on how to get me back on track? If you don't have those people in your life, you can read a book. And folks will tell you how to get back on track. You can listen to a motivational podcast like your listeners are doing now to get back on track. So there's many different avenues that you can pursue to get oneself back on track if they get off course when they set their goals. Okay. So in effect, um, it's it's totally normal to get off track. But what matters is getting back up. Isn't it? Yes. Getting off track. I I mean... no one, no one can assure you that you can get off track, but it's how you can pick it off, pick off where you left it, and then um, continue. So um, now we want to set goals for 2020. What are some of the essential guidelines? Because sometimes people just sit behind um, TV sets, they just put their airports in their ears, and boom, they just listen to a podcast like this. But you realize that the goals they have are really not theirs. So what are some of the essential guidelines people can adopt to make sure their goals are really impacting them? Excellent question. First, I would suggest that you and your listeners set short-term and long-term goals. Goals that they want to achieve within the first week of the new year. Goals that they want to achieve within the first month of the new year. And then quarterly from there, the first three months, the first six months, the first nine months, and the conclusion of the 12 months. Okay. Okay. Second step, they should set, in addition to short-term, long-term, they should set tangible and intangible goals, right? A tangible goal may be, hey, I think if I understood you correctly, you recently came back from a family vacation. Uh That's a tangible goal. You know, for some people, it might be a car, a home, a new wardrobe, a piece of jewelry, uh, a new item, a piece of furniture for their home, tangible goals, Uh X amount of dollars in their bank account or their savings account, checking account. Now, an intangible goal might be I want to spend uh, an hour each week with my loved one. Uh I want to. Uh, spend two hours each week reading a book. Um, I want to spend an hour each week just in silence by myself, just to clear my head. Those are intangible goals. So it's a combination of short-term, long-term goals, but equally it's important to set tangible as well as intangible goals. So, and then um, one one thing we... We send our podcast links out there before even the show. Before we have the show with you, 
So one question someone asked was, um, what ways can I adapt to make sure, um, even though um, I've set um, a goal for myself, I'm um, work, working hard to achieve it, but what ways can I make the whole achieving the goal more pleasurable? Because if it's hitting the gym, I mean, I'm going to go to the gym and lift metals, and the action is not pleasurable. Sometimes you you wish you weren't going. So how can I make it more pleasurable so that even though I'm working towards a goal, I'm still not losing myself in the process? Sure. Now, a, a couple of suggestions. Okay. Um, one is using your example with the gym. Yeah. If you go to the gym, if you, you know that you need to go, but it's just not motivating, then don't be afraid to put on a headset or some earphones and play your favorite music okay. or download your favorite movie and that's playing in the background while you're going to the gym so lifting weights or doing aerobic activity may not be exciting but if you're listening to several tracks of your favorite music or if in the background is the soundtrack to your favorite movie that one hour in the gym or 90 minutes in the gym or 30 minutes in the gym is going to pass in a more positive set because of that experience okay okay now, another alternative is not to be afraid to include someone who supports you. Say, hey, would you come to the gym, your best friend, your neighbor, your relative, your loved one, and say, hey, would you come to the gym with me twice a week, just okay. for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour? They have So now you've got that companionship. Uh-huh. Uh, they call it a buddy program in, in, in some cultures. Yeah. So I would encourage your listeners to think outside the box. Add some music, add a soundtrack to their favorite from their favorite movie. Don't be afraid to bring a friend. If those aren't um, accessible to you, don't be afraid to reward yourself. Saying, "Hey, it's real. I know I need to go to the gym, or I need. I know I need to improve my diet, but it's a struggle. It's not exciting. But once I achieve it, then I'm going to reward myself." But you reward yourself in a positive way, not a negative way, right? You don't want to go to the gym for an hour and say, okay, now my reward is a pizza and a Coke and three candy bars, right? That's not a proper reward for going to the gym for an hour. If you say, I'm going to go to the gym for an hour, it's not going to be exciting, but if I go to the gym for an hour, then I'm going to go have some fresh squeezed orange juice, Uh or I'm going to have a Caesar salad, or I'm going to walk my dog or uh, take my significant other to the movie you find a reward system that will help you suffer through, challenge yourself to that, whatever that goal is. And you can look forward to spending time with your loved one or that fresh squeezed orange juice or that Caesar salad or walking your dog by the ocean or the river or the creek has some type of reward to look forward to. And I think your listeners will find that helpful. Okay. Okay. I think that's, that's really spot on. That's what I normally do, especially with them. With um, the gym, I I'm definitely gonna put my AirPods in my ears and listen to some some track. There is a new track, especially the same thing with when I used to be in the university studying. I always listen to music, music that I definitely can't sing along. So I'm just enjoying the music, but it's not mm-hmm. distracting me because it's not a song I know, and so my mind yes. doesn't turn off. So I, I I think that's that's really spot on. But then so coming back to them setting the goals and splitting them up to, into long, medium, and then um, short-term goals. What are some of the goals that, in your idea, can um, 
determine and what what influences the decision because sometimes we we want to do so much within a, a, a short period of time like okay. I, yeah i want to lose 100 pounds within five days and we realize that in the long run, we end up being frustrated because we're not able to hit the mark. So, what has, what are, what what influences your um your goals? What how do influences how you split your goals into whether short, long, or medium term goal? This is what influences my my goal setting, my mm-hmm. decision making. Yeah, I when I have that one on one talk with myself, right? Whether it's in the mirror, or you're writing a journal, or you're writing your to do list. You see, if you had six months to live, yeah, what would you like to do, right? So you picture, okay, I've got six months to live. I have my health. What do you want to do? Okay. Is it how, how much weight do you want to lose? How much money you want to have in bank? How many different places do you want to travel? What special conversations do you want to have with this person, that person, this person, that person, right? So then you realistically ask yourself, if I want to achieve this goal in six months, let's say it's losing weight, right? Uh-huh. Could I lose 100 pounds in, in six months? If it was 100 pounds in six months, then you break it down. Could I could I lose 50 pounds in three months? Right? Could I lose 25 pounds in six six weeks? Could I lose 12 pounds in three weeks? Could I live? Could I lose four pounds in a week? If you could realistically ask yourself, could I lose four pounds in a week? Then I'll be able to reach my goal. Right? And I'm speaking hypothetically, we'll have to do the math, but for conversation's sake, four pounds in a week. So that breaks down to roughly a pound every other day, right? Yeah. Which is basically a half a pound, a half a pound a day. If you can sincerely tell yourself, yes, I could lose a half a pound a day. If you can sincerely answer that, yes, that I could lose a half a pound a day, then you should legitimately set a goal of a hundred pounds in six months. Okay. If you look at a half a pound a day, say, oh my gosh, that's outrageous. Maybe a half a pound a week, okay. right? <laughs> so if you if you are honest with yourself and you say, no, I think I could I could commit to a half a pound a week, then it's not going to be a six month goal, right? It's going to be three, four or five years. So that is it for this week's episode. I hope you got much value from it as we did here. If you did, kindly leave us a five star rating everywhere you get your podcast. It helps the show get to more people as possible. And also follow us on any of our social media pages at the 2 on show. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.